What a fucking stupid copy. Devin Jones, you suck. Write better script. It's fucking bullshit. 15th time through this thing and I can't even fucking record it right. Is it just me? No, I think it's fucking you. Jesus Christ. All right, last time. <clears throat> Are you a local serving business challenged by the intimidating world of online marketing? Seven Tree Media can help. If you're looking to scale up your business from five to six figures by expanding your advertising campaigns into the online space, you should book a no-cost strategy call today. Now, on this call, we'll show you the exact steps needed to double or triple your qualified inbound leads in 90 days or less without the stress of gambling your time or money, even if you haven't been successful in the past. Those aren't just the strategies we use to help our clients. They are the exact steps every successful local serving business has deployed to build an online marketing machine that turned their five-figure business into a six-figure cash machine. If you're ready to quit the nine-to-nine lifestyle and put your business on autopilot so you can spend more time with your friends and family doing what you love, book a no-cost strategy call today. Visit 7treemedia.com for more details. That's 7treemedia.com, S-E-V-E-N-T-R-E-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. Book now. Good morning, stop counting. Wake up and get your paper. Good morning, stop counting. Wake up and get your cake up, camping. Woo! Good morning, stop counting. Wake up and get your cake up. It's your boy King Kong, the one and only and the only one. Telling you to watch your face. Brush your teeth, cause it is time for the morning pee. So without further ado, from the podcast that doesn't give a fuck about your feelings, put your hands together for your host, Podcast P. Woo! Hey! Welcome back to the Morning Pee Podcast. I am your host, Parnell Ramlaw. AKA Podcast P. And before anybody says a goddamn thing, I know it's been three fucking months since I released an episode. So now we can just sweep that right under the fucking rug like it didn't happen. And we can carry on with our fucking day. How about that? I don't want to hear shit from you, Nate, fucking Sheehan, Chris Ruback, Rayel Williams. None of y'all. I don't want to hear shit. Okay? I get it. It's been three fucking months. Enough's enough. I'll start getting a little more. Um, maybe I'll go weekly. <laughs> maybe I'll go maybe let's 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 try for the original what I originally wanted for the show and go three times a fucking week. How about that, Bernal? You fucking idiot. Goddamn. <laughs> let's get some housekeeping out of the way, guys. Um shout out to my way, Rayel and Tanya uh, getting married this week. Or not this week, sorry, uh, May 1st. They were supposed to get married last year. This is the, this is the uh, wedding that I was supposed to MC, And uh, we finally get to do it. So it's in a secret location. <laughs> we're hunting rabbits. We can't, we're not allowed to say. I'm not allowed to say where it is. Um, it's going to be fun, though. But only, it's only going to be 30 people because of the restrictions. But hey, it is what it is, guys. And uh, we're going to go from there. Um, huge, huge shout out to my boy Lamar Chantmaker Wright. Um, he is the host of Rope Dope Podcast the host of Everyday Talk podcast. He is a boxing coach. I talk about this guy all the time. He's been on this podcast multiple times. I've been on his podcast multiple times. I want to send him a huge shout out because two of his athletes actually won the Nationals Boxing Championship. And I'm so fucking proud to know you, man. Um, you deserve everything you get and everything you have coming your way. Congratulations on the brand new boxing gym. And I also want to say uh, shout out to Tony Dia, Congressman or Councilman Dia, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, or whatever he is there, a councilman or congressman, I don't fucking know, but shout out to, shout out to Tony D. He's the guy that actually helped him get the building to get the brand new gym. Um, and guys, I'd say this all the time on the show. I think every fucking show, uh, Chantmaker is 
a boxing coach. He's been he takes at risk youth, takes them off the streets, gives them a place to train, teaches them discipline, teaches them manners, teaches them respect, teaches them how to hold themselves, teaches them how to be a man, teaches them how to defend themselves, teaches them that um, there's more to life than what's in the streets. Right, gives them a different mindset. It's it's all about it becomes a father figure in the in these kids' lives, um, and from however whatever age they come into the to the gym until whenever age they want to leave the gym, he's that father figure. Man, I commend you. Um, it's a great thing you're doing. I will talk about that. I'll talk about you and what you do for the community every fucking day on this podcast, man. Um, and I can't wait, can't wait to get some uh, gear down to you, man. Because listen, it, it, it's it's huge. It's it's a huge thing to do, and I think this is what's needed in most of the communities these days. Um, is father figures or people that are willing to stand up and say, I will be that father figure for you if you need it. Because a lot of people aren't fucking doing that, man. A lot of people are just walking away, and that's not that's not the way to do it. So shout out to you, man. Um, I want to shout out to um, a podcast and a guy that you guys will have never heard me say on this podcast. But I, I, I since I've since I, he promoted one of his shows back like six months ago. So I mean, I've been hooked ever since. Um, the the podcast is called the Fumbled Penis Podcast. I know. Funny ass name. It's by Matthew something fucking or other. He's a retard. He'll get the joke. Uh, <laughs> if if you hear the if you hear me see this or you see me post this fucking thing, you have to listen to this. This fucking show is the stupidest funny show you'll ever and most politically incorrect show you'll ever fucking come across. I fucking love it. It's like a one man show. I, I compare. It's like the one man version of Last Podcast on the Left. If you know what that one is, it's fucking great. And the guy, Matt, sorry, man, I don't know your fucking last name. I, I can't remember your last name because I don't want to. Um, continue being a retard, my man. Continue fucking shit up. Continue not giving a fuck about what anybody thinks of you, about you because, God damn it, man, there's only so few of us left, man. There's only so few of us can put out whatever the fuck we want, say whatever we want, and not give a fuck about it. So, man, I commend you for it. Guys, listen to the Fumbled Penis Podcast if you haven't heard. I'll, I'll see if I can leave a link in the show notes. I probably won't, but I'm going to tell you I am anyway. Um... And last but not least, listen, um, I'm talking about podcasts. I've been listening to this uh, a podcast now for about, about four years, just over four years, I guess. Um, and it's called The What If Podcast. Um, I was started listening to them on, I think, their eighth or ninth episode. Uh, they have over 200 episodes now, and they just they just put out their final episode of The What If Podcast. So um, I just wanted to send a shout-out to uh, Ryan Copperud, Spencer Worth-Davis. Uh, thanks for the four years, guys. I didn't get to leave you a voicemail. Uh, unfortunately, I got I got to it uh, late, so I didn't hear the news until it was already too late. So, um, listen, guys, I, I commend you. Thank you for the four years of laughter, of putting the show together that people really seem to enjoy. Um, thank you for helping me learn or not learn a bunch of new things. And uh, I commend you guys. I can't wait. I know you guys announced that you're doing you're moving on to something new, so I can't wait to see what that is, and I can't wait to hear all about it and uh, and support you on that, man. So, with that. That's it. Listen, go check out the What If Podcast. <laughs> Just type, type in What If Pod, and I'm sure it'll come up somewhere. Um, yeah, a couple things. Uh, so you guys may notice, if you guys hear it already, um, there's a new format to, to the show again. Um, there's no voicemail and there's no monologue. Uh, simply for a reason, the reason I don't have voicemail is because, honestly, I just don't have the time anymore to go through the voicemails. I listen to them all still. Uh, but I don't have time to go through and pick out some and throw them at the beginning of the fucking show. So that's out now. I'm probably going to be doing how it, how it is now. I'll do a fucking ad and then whatever else, right? Um, so you guys are also going to notice that there is no more monologue at the beginning of the episodes. Um, and that's for a very specific reason. The monologues actually started as a different idea I had 
Um, and I just kind of incorporated them into audio. But the original idea that they were for was for a video series I had thought about two years ago and um, kind of just Descent into Madness type thing. Um, so I'm going to be putting those together. Um, we are still in pre-production on it. What we're going to be doing is shooting shooting a whole video series with it. Uh, Seven Tree Media and myself, Grumpy, Grumpy Gorilla Productions. We're going to be doing a bunch of things, uh, probably anywhere from five to ten episodes, I think, as a season and kind of release it. Now, I don't know if we're going to do YouTube, Facebook, whatever. I don't know where the fuck we're going to release it, but we're going to release it. And uh, I'm hoping you guys like it. So there's, there's I mean, we're still, I'm still in pre-production, like scripting it and, and, and writing and getting set design done and doing that kind of stuff. But once they're all recorded and done like that, then they have to go into post-production, so editing, and and then we have to work out the marketing campaign and, and figure out all the marketing materials for that. So it's going to be a little bit of time, probably three, four, five months, uh, maybe even, even into next year, I'm hoping before then, but you never know what's going to be going on uh, and how fast I can get these things out because I do have a lot of them written. I have uh, maybe seven of them, maybe seven written, um, but it just keeps morphing into something bigger and bigger and bigger. So, um, cause I don't know if it, there's any writers out there, but you guys know that your first draft is never your final draft. So, um, you know, the drafts keep getting longer in this now. I'm trying to keep them to anywhere from five to 10 minutes, uh, video series. So we'll go with that. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. So there will be no more monologues at the beginning of this, um, the beginning of the podcast episodes. And Hey, that just means I get to rant a little longer or ramble a little longer, depending on how you, depending on which email you're writing that day. Cause apparently I'm rambling a lot and people don't like when I ramble a lot. So I should probably stop rambling a lot, but I can't help it ramble a lot, especially when you send emails about saying, don't ramble a lot about nothing and just talk about some bullshit. So I can just keep rambling and, and doing things like this but apparently you don't like it so I should probably stop but I don't know if I want to stop because I kind of like doing it because it kind of pisses you off so it makes me kind of happy right anyways I should <laughs> I shouldn't be doing that um I should be ranting so that those are those are the few changes guys um obviously um yeah the three months I get it I'm gonna try and put the, I, I am gonna try and put this episode or the, the shows out a little more consistently guys I do apologize honestly I do um but I do want to shout out Ryan or um Devin Jones, my partner in everything, for helping me put together this video series and uh, executive executive producing this show. Um, and uh, shout out to writing the script for the Seven Tree Media. That's also our company, by the way. So in case you guys cared, pretty sure you didn't, but it is what it is. Um, also, this episode might actually sound a little different. Um, guys, again, I'm on to what? This is my fourth or fifth laptop now. I can't remember. Shout out to uh, shout out to a listener, a guy I met a while ago at a wedding, uh, Dave Bullo, Bullo, I don't Bullo, 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 whatever your fucking name is. Um, thank you to you, man, for this a, a wicked ass hookup on um, on this machine. Uh, now it is a Chromebook, so it's not a crazy powerful audio machine or video machine. But what it does is it's running the Chrome OS on it, so you have to kind of patch Linux on and then get all your apps. And I was gonna release a show yesterday. I was going to, I promise you I was, I was sitting here, I was getting it all done, I was recording it, and I, when I went to hear the playback on it, it sounded like I was a chipmunk, and I got so frustrated, I was trying to figure out Linux, I was trying to figure out if it was the app, or if it was Linux, or if it was the computer, or what the fuck was going on, if it was my, my outboard, um, uh, my outboard mixer, anything, my mic, whatever, I couldn't figure shit out. It was literally problem after problem after problem after problem. So I literally uninstalled. I uninstalled the beta version of Linux and went back into OS. And now I'm actually recording on BandLab instead of Audacity. Um, so it may sound differently. My only other option besides BandLab would be to record it on the um, the Anchor online platform. So I'm not sure if that's a thing. And I know BandLab only gives me 15 minutes, and we're at 12 minutes right now. So I may have to do two or three tracks. 
uh, and, and put them all together for you guys. But I mean, hey, it is what it is, right? Um, it's, it, it, I mean, the show's going to go on. The show's going to fucking go on. I'm sad to see other shows go. There's to be so many shows that, that, that come and they change up and they don't get the reaction they want, so they just close and shut down. And I'm not about that, man. I'm all about, I'm all about progression and the evolution of a show and the evolution of equipment, unfortunately. For me, it's been the de-evolution <laughs> of equipment. I started in a started in, in a in a you know thousand dollars spent on the studio having the best equipment um uh, with John Vex at his studio and with the the guys over at uh, the other company I was with to coming into a home studio and 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 kind of downgrading as I go and seeing kind of the lowest capacity I guess I could get because apparently I'm an idiot and like the fucking hardest challenges in the world uh, <laughs> but listen I mean, what I meant what I'm what I mean to say here is I hope there's no sound deg degradation 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 i can say this shit i promise you i can say that. i can enunciate it's been a while man i can't talk anymore um the, i was hoping there's no sound degradation um i'm hoping there's no audio loss uh quality loss and with that i want to set the tone for this fucking episode i gotta set the tone gotta set it early and by, by early i mean seven and a half minutes in let me set this fucking tone early all right let me set the tone for you about how this fucking show is going to go. Because I got a lot of shit to say. It's not called full clip for a fucking, for no reason at all. I got a lot of shit to get off my fucking chest. It's been three months. You just heard me complain to myself about not having an episode for three months. You should know. I got a lot of shit to fucking say. My voice is, my voice is up. I got a lot of energy. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling kind of ranty. Let's see how it goes. Let me set the fucking bar. Let me set the tone with this right here. But the whole country's got a fucked up mentality, man. We all got a gang mentality. Republicans are fucking idiots, and Democrats are fucking idiots, and conservatives are idiots, and liberals are idiots, and anyone that makes up their mind before they hit an issue is a fucking fool, okay? Everybody. No, no, hold up. Everybody's so busy wanting to be down with a gang. I'm a conservative. I'm liberal. I'm conservative. It's bullshit. Be a fucking person. Listen. Let it swirl around your head. Then form your opinion. No normal, decent person is one thing. Okay? I got some shit I'm conservative about. I got some shit I'm liberal about. So there you go. Now you know what the fucking tone for this episode is. You know what this fucking mood is. You know how I'm feeling a little bit. So, tons of topics to talk about. Uh, tons of topics to talk about. A little alliteration. Alliterate. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gonna be a long show. Um, all right, where do we start? Well, we might as well start with the uh, the obvious one. The one that's on everybody's mind. Uh, COVID. Start with COVID. And start with what the fuck's going on here in um, in Calgary. Or in Alberta, I guess Canada, and all the shit that's going on. Listen, we were into, I guess, phase two, almost ready for phase three. We had everything. We had bars and shit opening up. We had gyms open. We had things like that. Most businesses were back to it. Uh, bars had a, I guess, a curfew of 10 p.m. Stupid ass fucking rule. Um, and then somehow we got 2,000 cases or just over 2,000 cases overnight or some bullshit. So they set us back all the way to stage one, which means almost full lockdown. Um, all restaurants inside are closed. They can have outdoor dining. Bars are closed, obviously. Um, sports, all this shit. Like, all social gatherings, all this bullshit. Pretty much a stay-at-home order. Um, not quite a stay-at-home order because that is what is on, what is what, fuck, 
my life. If I can fucking speak, it'd be great. That is what Ontario is under now. Um, is a full stay-at-home order, which is, I guess you're not allowed to go out unless um, you're getting essentials like groceries or you have doctor's appointments, things like that. Um, where the fuck do I start with this? The ineptitude of the government on handling this, um, the inaccurate reading of science, um, the lack of using the science, uh, the, 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 the bullshit that people are taking too seriously i don't know where to start like my feelings on covid are this yes first of all yes it's fucking real all right covid is real um should you wear a mask i don't fucking know uh if i go into a place that requires me to wear a mask i'll wear a fucking mask i don't care if i go out anywhere else who gives a fuck if what, what i'm what i'm having a trouble with is the government telling me what an essential business is and what an essential business isn't? Who's allowed to make money? Who's not allowed to make money? Who has to do this and who has to do that? And the hypocrisy of the government doing the things that they're telling us not to do. And, and where people's heads are at this, the constant back and forth bickering, uh, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, you should get a vaccine, you shouldn't get a vaccine. And it's just fucking social media coming to a fucking head. Everybody's ready to fucking collide here about... Something that really should be an easy fucking solution. Uh, now, saying it's easy, I know, it's it's a stretch. But if we look at it, and, and I've said this before, I said this a year ago on one of my podcasts, I believe, that open it all up, whoever feels insecure or insecure or not safe should wear a mask. Who's ever in the wrist zone should wear a mask if they want to. You should be able to wear a mask or not wear a mask. It doesn't fucking matter. The government should have, should have no fucking laws coming into effect on this. Government should not be able to tell businesses when they can and can't be open uh, due to a virus. Laws are taking safety precautions, which every fucking restaurateur I know is doing that. And the numbers show that this thing is not spreading through restaurants or gyms for that matter. There's... There's something to be said about human will, right? There's something to be said about who we are as people and what we're what we're going to do and what we what what we believe is right, right? And we're we're being fed right now by the government and social media and by major news outlets that this thing is this thing's a killer. It's going to destroy everything, even after we know the science behind it, right? I don't I don't know where to go from here. There's no turning back. There's there's 70% of businesses that are never coming back. Ever. So where the fuck do we go from here? Where do they go from here? How those people's lives are ruined. Not to mention their employees' lives and their their the the, fa- the employees' families' lives. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of people on unemployment or hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people taking out the CERB. Um the the um what, what do they call it in the states? The fucking uh, um the check you get, whatever the fuck it is. Right? The stimulus package, the stimulus check, you know, it's two thousand or $1,000 every two weeks. Well, I'll tell you what, there's some people that don't make that in the regular job that were forced to shut down that are now taking this money. And why the fuck would they go back to work if they're, if they're making more money by sitting at home doing nothing? There's this, I don't believe it's to fully be true, but there is this narrative going around that is saying the government is using this as a scare tactic um, to keep people sedated. Um, so that they can pass some other bills and this and that. And I mean, listen, if you want to be conspiracy theorist, go ahead, right? But I, I posted this earlier today on my Facebook. 
not being able to question something is the root of not being able to solve something, right? So we're not allowed to question the government on this. We're not allowed to question masks. We're not allowed to question vaccines. We're not allowed to question uh, why why there's all this uh, hypocrisy. We're not allowed to question why regulations are different everywhere. We're not allowed to question what's working and what's not at this point. It's, it's pretty much whatever the fucking government does or wants to do, they're going to do. It's, it's the most ludicrous, asinine thing that, we've, that we're going through right now. Listen, it's been, it's been a year now. We've been in lockdown for a year. One year. Almost 13 months. What have you done to know the facts of COVID? Do you know all the vital stats? Do you know the rules and regulations and safety precautions of it? Are you willing to follow those precautions? Yes or no? How much safety or how, how, much, how much security do you need? Right? These are things you need to, deter- need to determine by yourself as an individually or for your family. It's not the government's job to keep you safe and secure. That's your job to keep yourself safe. It's you. You're relying on the government for too much. With the encroachment of the government onto our rights as citizens, we're, and let me just start with this. It, it's rarely ever that when freedoms get taken away by a law that those freedoms ever are returned to the people. All right? Now, there's going to be people that say, well, you know, we've had mass in, for the Spanish flu in 19, whatever it was, right? Mandatory mass and this and that, it went, and then it went back to normal. Okay. Let me equate this to free speech. And the LGBTQAI plus plus the ZC, I'm a fucking idiot. Guys, okay? It's because they feel that they can have pronouns, whatever they want. They're allowed to, they're allowed to choose what they want to be in life. That we now have to use whichever pronouns they want. Right? That's a freedom of speech impediment. That's forced speech. Somebody can claim they're an elephant. And now I have to call this person. If they they use the pronoun as an elephant, I have to get the elephant over there. That is equating. I'm equating this to COVID and the freedoms that we have. Now, I understand that everything else in life is regulated. I don't like that either. I don't like the fact that drugs are regulated. I don't like the fact that people's bodies are regulated. I don't like the fact that there's a structure in place where we're we're in an educational system that raises kids in a foundation of factory workers. It it doesn't make sense to me. We're in a new era. We need to start thinking for the new. Those those freedoms and those regulations impede on our freedom. Right? Now I understand all the I understand the the reasoning behind these these uh these regulations. Because somehow the government wants to keep account of you. They need to know what you're doing at all times, at all, when, when, when with who. That's what they need to know. Because they want to know how to tax you, how to get more money out of you. They want to know what they can impose financial, these financial restrictions on you so that they can get their piece too. Right? I'm not saying don't pay taxes, by the way. I'm not fucking saying that. I'm saying, <clears throat> I'm saying the government wants more money so they're going to regulate things. Right? If they're regulating mandatory masks in the streets, that's a money grab because now 
they can go and see anybody without a mask and give them a ticket. You know, I was just having this conversation with one of the guys I mentioned in the intro there, uh, Ray. Today, we, we talked, talked for about half an hour today. And we're like, listen, man, he was saying, you know, that this shit is, is so crazy. How are they going to, how are they going to tell me what to do, when to do, where to do it, and how to do it, but they're not even there? How, like, I can't go into the details about the wedding he's having, but the wedding's going to be great. There's going to be tons of people there, and I can't fucking wait for it. And he was saying, it's my responsibility to keep myself and my family, if I'm holding an event, keep everybody else safe. So that means I put out this statement to people saying, hey, listen, if you feel sick or under the weather, have a cough or sniveling nose, maybe wear a mask or don't even come at all. And within that same letter or the same note to all these people coming to the, the wedding, say, hey, listen, there's a couple of people that may come with coughs or, or, or runny noses or wearing masks or whatever. If you don't feel safe, then don't come. And these are his words to me. He's like, he's saying, you know what, man? It, it, it's everybody else's responsibility to take upon themselves to realize what they're getting into as well. You can't just have people calling the shots because not everybody thinks the same. Not everybody's going to do the same fucking thing. Not everybody wants to do the same thing. Not everybody feels the, 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 the amount of pressure or the amount of security or safety that somebody else does. Like me, for instance, okay? I'm a 38-year-old man, 39 in two weeks. I'm fairly healthy. I'm a little bit overweight because of COVID, but I feel healthy. I've worked through this entire thing. I've met hundreds, maybe if not thousands of people last year and this year, shaking hands, hugs, everything, shared vapes, shared whatever. You know what I mean? I have been tested for COVID over 30 times. Well, about 30 times. And I don't even have the antibodies, which means I haven't even come in contact with it, which means it for me, subjectively, if I've been out in the public for this whole time and I've come across all these people and I haven't come across this virus, not even once, not even to get the antibodies, I'm not scared of this thing. And I've been saying this for a year now. I know other people aren't scared of this thing. The issue arises when you have people that are in the, uh, the age range where this thing could affect them more. Like, let's take my father, for instance. We don't agree on this at all, except for one thing. If you're in the range that is highly subjective to this, uh, uh, to this virus, then you should get the vaccine. He's in that range. He's getting the vaccine. His wife has got it already. She gets the next one in two months or whatever. He's getting the, 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 the first vaccination uh, coming up this week. Great. You're in, a high, you're in a high risk group, man. Do it. Do what you got to do. But that's him protecting his safety, not him protecting anybody else. And I'm protecting my safety and my security by going to work and creating money because I'm never taking a fucking handout from a government. Like all you fucking pussies. There's people that... Let me, let me start. Hold on. Listen, there's, 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 there's two ways of thinking about this, right? There's people that want a handout and people that want a hand up. And there's people that are always fucking grinding. People that listen to this podcast, if you're not following me on social media, you really should because you'll see what I'm fuck. I'm grinding every day. I'm up at 5 a.m. I'm doing trades by 6 or I'm on a trading call by 6. Uh, usually 7.30, I'm getting ready and going to my day job for 8, 10 hours. I'm coming home. I'm recording podcasts or writing script or I'm at the studio uh, consulting on other businesses or I'm working 7 Tree Media stuff. They're, they're, I'm grinding. I don't need the government's money. But there's people just like me that'll grind 
But they'll be like, you know what? If the government's giving out money, I'll still grind and I'll still take that paycheck too. Because why not get one up on the government when they're offering it to you after all the bullshit they've taken from us? And li- I don't, listen, I don't, I, I, I'm not going to say I don't like that, but I don't like that. I think if you are able-bodied, if you're willing to work and you can work, you should fucking work and stop taking a payout. And like I said, people working at Burger King or A&W or fucking Walmart or wherever the fuck they're working and they get laid off and they get a check $1,000 every two weeks that they don't have to pay back. Free money sitting on your fucking couch. Why the fuck would you go back to work? Or even if it's comparable, even if it's 80% of your fucking income, why would you care? We need to stop bitching about what everybody else is doing and start looking at what we're doing. Take personal responsibility for your actions. And if somebody's yelling at you, tell them the fuck off and keep going, man. We can't keep going back and forth, left and right with this. There's no fucking underlying conspiracy here, guys. There's not. And if you think there is, then you should probably get more information and let me know so I can discover the conspiracy too. I, I don't think there is. But what I do know is this is tearing us apart. This is literally tearing, literally tearing families apart if they don't have communication skills. If this was three years ago, me and my father would probably not be on speaking terms right now because of this, the, the stress and attention that the public is putting on us, not ourselves, right? You post an anti-mask, anti, anti-mask thing on Facebook, you're getting yelled at. You post a pro-mask thing on Facebook, you're getting yelled at. And nobody knows the fucking science. Nobody. This is coming from all sides. All sides are wrong on this. Except for me, obviously. <laughs> I'm right. I'm always right. You guys fucking know that. Um, listen, that's all I want to say about that, man. I mean, again, I don't want to touch on this at all, but I had to because it's the fucking talk of the town. It's what everybody's talking about. Um, listen, be nice to each other, man. Be kind. Stop fucking around. If you're an anti-masker or a masker, just fucking love thy neighbor or whatever the fuck it is. Um, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's switch gears here a little bit. <laughs> switch gears. I don't think I've ever used that in my life. By the way, this is my th- the third track I'm doing for you guys. Um, I've had to stop and start recording so many fucking times just for this shit. Um, let's talk protests, man. Uh, where do I start with this one? Well, should we start with, hey, Uncle Tom? Should we start with, you're a coon? Should we start with, you're a race trader? What should we start with? Let's try to start with all of them. Listen, Black Lives Matter was supposed to be about police brutality. If it's about police brutality, how come people are only protesting when black people get shot? Not when white people get shot. Not when Latinos get shot. Not when Europeans get shot. Not when Russians get shot. Australians get shot. Other, other Americans. Canadians. Nobody gives a fuck unless it's a black dude that gets shot or is fucked with. They don't even care if it's a black cop that did it or a white cop that did it or a Latino cop. They just think as long as you wear blue, you're the enemy. That's not how it works. Let me explain some things. Over the past 16 months, there has been... 217 black guys shot or black people killed by police. There's been over 500 white people. Now I know what you're going to say. If you equal out the stats for the population density and blah, 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 blah. Okay, great. There's still 500 people you didn't give a fuck about. Plain and simple. 
You didn't give a fuck until the narrative fits your fucking, until it fits your fucking narrative, right? You don't give a fuck. And you don't even care what the fucking evidence is. You don't care until we have facts either. Last couple days, what happened? Um, of army vet gets pulled over. Um, he gets pulled over after, after driving a mile, a mile and some while the cops lights were on and then pulls over and then is fucking stunned that that cops are pissed off at him. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going through the cops mind when you don't pull over for a mile and some? Oh, he's hiding the weed stash. He's hiding the coke stash. He's hiding the crack stash. He's hiding the fucking gun. He's hiding whatever the fuck he's got. And he's trying to get away with shit. He's dumping shit out the window. So yeah, the cops are fucking are in a higher state of fucking uh, uh, um, alertness. They're gonna come a little more aggressive. They're gonna make sure that they're not that they're not gonna be in fucking harm. And listen, I don't want to pull out the old fucking adage of just do what you're told and it'll be fine because apparently. That narrative can't be fucking said anymore because no matter what we fucking do, apparently we're going to get fucking shot. Listen, it's not that way. It's not that way here anyway where I am. I drive every fucking day. Every day. And not once have I been pulled over and, and I've not complied and got shot. There has been times where I've gotten pulled over, have complied, and got shot. In fact, I have never been pulled over and not for doing something I wasn't doing. How about that? So subjectively, I can say that the police that I've encountered in every aspect of my life have been doing their job to the correct form and to correct fit. There's people that want this narrative to go out that all cops are fucking evil and no matter what, as long as it's a fucking black person, then it's systemic, then it's systemic racism. And it's always systemic racism. Everything boils down to systemic racism or racism or some bullshit. And let's cancel this and cancel that. Fuck you. This is... This is a, a, a case of... People seeing something... And wanting to believe something... Without knowing the evidence behind that thing. This is the case of... People believing social media... And not reading actual news... This is the case of people wanting to go protest, but instead of protesting, they're going to fucking loot. Now listen, I, I've, I've made the distinction on this podcast before between looters and rioters. But if you are a person that goes out because somebody died under the guise of protest to loot a footlocker or to loot any other fucking businesses to get yours or to get a little piece of something, then you're a piece of fucking shit. And by the way, I know people that have done this. I know people that have done this. Have gone to protests, but instead of protesting, they, they sneak off somewhere and go grab some shit. Why? Because it's a crime of opportunity. And when you have 1,000 people or 1,500 people or 10,000 people or 100,000 people protesting, it creates a great distraction. It creates a distraction for people because people are selfish. They want to get theirs. They don't give a fuck about the big picture and neither do you. You don't. You really don't care about the big fucking picture. If you cared about the big fucking picture, you would know that how we deal with police and how they treat us all starts with how you are introduced to the police in the home environment. How you treat them is equal to how they treat you most of the time. Not all the time, most of the time. 
how you are raised and how that, how that cop is raised and how they perform their civic duty and how you perform your civic duty. Yes, you have a civic duty too of being an upstanding citizen. Now, most of the time, people that try to get away from situations that cops are in or away from the cops are because they have something to hide. So something in their past, right? So don't just take what I'm saying and be like, oh, fuck you, Purnell, because you just think that everything's the exact same way and nothing, this can never happen. No, I'm not saying that. This can, all these things can happen. But let's, let's, let's dive into the individual. Let's dive into that person that's getting pulled over that wants to run away from the cops. First, it's the guy that got shot, had a warrant. Now, I'm not saying because he had a warrant because he tried to get away from the cops that he deserved to be shot. That's never the case. All right? But understand something. If he would have just pulled over, then they would have said he had a warrant. They would have arrested him. And they would, he would have gone, gone to jail, paid his fine or done his time, whatever he had to do to make that prior situation correct. But no. He wanted to outrun the fucking cops and get away from them so he didn't have to be accountable for his actions in the past and then blame it on something so that this narrative can keep fucking going forward because he's a black man. They did all this bullshit. Fuck you. You know what we need to stop fucking doing? We need to stop calling people black people, white people, Asian people, whatever the fuck you call them. Just call them fucking people. I've been screaming this for a fucking year now. Two years now. You fucking idiots just don't get it. You just don't understand that when you, <clears throat> let me collect my thoughts. We get over racism by not being racist, right? That's, that's, we want, everybody wants racism to end. That's the starting point. Okay. That's the bar. Racism has to end, right? How do we do that? We can do it by protesting. Cool. That's fine. That's what you're doing right now, right? Great. Here's no problem with that. Is that while you're out there protesting, you're labeling these people as different races. Instead of calling them just people. Instead of calling the cop and the perpetrator. Cop and the suspect. Cop, the cop and the guy that got murdered. Whatever you want to say. But instead you're putting black and white on it. Or Asian on it. And that's where you're fucking up. This is not about a fucking different color skin. This is, about, this is about how we think about ourselves. The black culture in particular. Always a black man. Black, 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 black. It's all fucking black. Black this, black everything. Black culture, you're fucking appropriating my fucking black culture. You're, you're stealing my black collard green recipe. Whatever the fuck it is. The problem is we don't have any fucking education behind us to know that we're not just fucking black man. We're actually just fucking humans. Everybody's a human. Every fucking buddy. Not because, not because we choose to be, that's who we are. That's what we are. We are humans. There's no races. You know, I, I, when I say things like this, people are like, well, fuck. That just, when, you say, when you say you don't see color, well, I just call it, you're a fucking idiot. Because you have to see color. Because it makes it determining blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there's stereotypes. Sure. But if I stop calling, if I stop calling my, I don't call my, my, my white friends, hey, white friend. <laughs> my, my, my good friend, Jeff Perry, I don't go, hey, white Jeff. When I talk to, when I, when I talk to uh, Mason Cross, murder, I go, yo, black murder, <laughs> black Mason, whatever, you know what I mean? I don't do that. Yo, I have a name, use my fucking name. Stop calling people by their color of their skin. Start calling them by what they are, humans. And you'll notice that 
all these little groups, these special interest groups that keep popping up, wanting inclusion, wanting to be, wanting to be uh, recognized for this or not have it impeding this and that, whatever, you'll notice that these fucking groups are going to be the fucking detriment and the ending of everything we know. Because they want, they want, inclus- they want inclusivity. They want to be included in shit. They want to be excluded from anything. Great. But once they get that inclusion, once they get that inclusion, they exclude other people from them. From that group. Just having that group is exclusive. You understand what I'm saying? Having a group called Black Lives Matter is the exact... Hold on. I've said this before on a podcast uh, two, maybe three years ago. And I got draped up for it. Okay? I'm going to say it again. Being part of saying saying Black Lives Matter or having Black Lives Matter organization is the exact same thing as having the Ku Klux Klan. There's no difference. You guys are both fucking race baiters. That's how you get off. It's what you're doing. You're playing identity politics. You're playing, this is who I am. That's who you are. You stay over there. I'm going to stay over here. Until we face each other, then it's on. Except with black people, it's not with white people. Actually, it is with white people, but it's more with cops. It's fucking re- like, do you not even do people not even think about things before they fucking start saying shit? Not even, not only that, the education fucking level of the people posting this bullshit, the people posting these narratives has got to be the IQ has got to be below seventy. It has to be retards, fucking idiots posting some bullshit because you want to get noticed. You need clicks. You need likes. You need all this other fucking bullshit. Because you're not secure with yourself. It's like a guy that beats his fucking wife. He's not secure. Will Hayes beats his fucking wife. He's not secure. And by the way, the only reason I know that, I was told secondhand, by the way, but it was confirmed by a lot of people that he chokeslammed his fucking wife at uh, 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 one of uh, a New Year's party going into 2020. Hence, one of, that's actually the reason I left Digital Diamond Network. I've been wanting to get that off my chest for a while. Insecure fucking individuals, man. Insecure people that have no no idea who they are, who they're talking to, and who they want to be. Plain and simple. They have no history, no background, no, no idea of what they want, except they want to push this other thing because they think it's correct without doing any of the research. And listen, I guarantee you, if you look on social media, there's no fucking buddy on your friends list. Zero people on your friends list that have a PhD in sociology or psychology or psychiatry that can tell you what's going on with with culture right now. I've tried. I fucking tried. I've, I've, I've done so much studying on these topics that it hurts. It hurts to try to explain this to people because it honestly takes this long. I could probably go on for another hour, two hours, three, four hours and get into the actual details. But it's to, to, to try and explain this is ridiculous. What I'm getting at is this. If we need to learn to love ourselves and love our family and love our community first before we can love anybody else. And before we start lashing out at other, everybody else and demanding things that we don't demand of ourselves. Right? What do I mean by that? I mean, we should probably stop selling drugs and killing each other first, right? Before we start blaming cops for killing us, for doing bad shit. Just a thought. But again, I'm gonna get fucking hung up. I'm gonna get hung out to dry for this, right? See, the problem with the problem with my my culture, black culture, 
I'm, listen, I'm, not, I'm not even including myself in black culture anymore. I don't want it. Have it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm Caribbean cultured. Is The problem is that they've been held down for so fucking long that they have no idea how to be regal. They have no idea how to be kings again. We have no idea. We have no idea how to raise our kids from youth. We have no idea how to teach our, our sons how to be men. We have no idea how to teach our daughters how to be real women. And whatever that means for you. But I'm sure having babies at 13, 14, 15 years old, that's probably not being a real fucking woman or being a man. I don't know what else to say. I'm... I'm, uh... It's disheartening. It's disheartening to know people that I grew up with won't talk to me because I feel this way. Because they won't have a conversation with me. It's disheartening to know that they won't even consider the conversation because it may or may not fit their narrative. It's disheartening. It really, really is. And I don't know what to do about it. I really don't, man. It's a sad situation, and I think we're... uh, I I really think we're headed for polar opposites, man. Everybody's going to be... This polarization, man, left and right, right and wrong, up and down. We're not going to get through this, man. We're, we're going to, I think we're all going to come out of this COVID restrictions, lockdown thing and, and look at the world and how we're treating each other. And that's another big thing is that we haven't been treating each other properly because nobody's seen each other for a fucking year, right? I think I'm able to recognize it because I have been out in public, you know, trying to treat p- people decently. But if all you're talking to is people online for the last fucking 12 months, you know, you don't really have to be that respectful. You can say whatever the fuck you want without any repercussions. I just, um, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know where to go. I'm, I'm hopeful for the future, but I'm sad for the, for the now. How about that? Um, and just with that topic, man, it, it, it fucking, it breaks my heart just to see the fucking people doing shit to other, just fucking stupid. Anyways, um, let's talk about something new in my life. What I'm doing now, guys, um, something new that came up over the last little bit. And I, I've talked about it before on here. You guys heard me say, um, you know, the home biz hotline thing that I was doing a while back. And, um, that has turned, not, not home biz hotline, we actually decided to, to, to lay off that show, but what that has turned into is I am Academy, which is, you know, no good, good friend of mine got in contact with me, Jay Spawn, what up, man? Um, and actually, this started, this started back in, like, June of 2020. My boy O'Neill got at me about doing some trading and learning how to trade Forex, and then I kind of blew him off. I blew him off for about four or five months. Then another buddy, Raj Karana, got in contact with me. Um, and so, and about this exact same thing. Uh, so I decided, let's do it. We'll do a little podcast show. He probably approached me differently. He was like, all right, let's do a show for it. So did the show for a little bit. Uh, and then we let the show go. So I kind of, I was laxing on the Forex trading again and learning and shit. And then my buddy Jay approached me and said, listen, man, what the fuck's going on with you? What's going on with you, man? You're either going to learn this or you're not going to learn this, man. And I'm telling you, this thing has changed my life. Um, so I took that to heart. Um, we're now in the mid, mid-April. I took it. I started taking it seriously mid-January, I believe. Somewhere around, yeah, mid-January-ish. Maybe end of January. Um, started with a demo account, started learning, started doing what I could do. Um, and, and when I say learning, I mean, this I am Academy, this is crazy. A lot of, there's a, there's a like multi-level marketing thing to it. Uh, I think that might turn some people off and that's what turned me off to it. But when I, when I started seeing the Academy and seeing how I can learn 
the forex trading. And if I once I'm learn once I learn all that, then I could just dump that membership, right? That's how I was thought. That's what I thought was going to happen. Well, that's not that's not what's happening. <laughs> um, I know there's you know just just from posting things online about you know the trading I've done and this and that and how many pips I'm getting and. and you know, just, just showing people what, what's possible. You know, I, people just, honestly, I get probably two or three messages uh, a week now just on people saying, Hey, yo, what, what the fuck is that? What's going on? How can I get involved? What is it? Can you explain it to me? And yeah, okay. okay. Send them the video and whatever else, you know, take a look. And I think this is something that this is a skill that I'm another skill I'm learning. So this is trading Forex. Uh, I'm, I'm scalping us 30 right now. Uh, and this is Jay Bonham's strategy, uh, this scalping strategy. But they have like they have live educators and shit like that, so it's, it's kind of dope. I really enjoy it. Um, but what I've learned is that I, like I didn't know how powerful this thing was. I, I didn't know how how much this could impact somebody's life, right? Um, the last two months, well, maybe not. No, probably with the last three weeks. Uh, first, the first. Four or five weeks of um, like end of January, mid January to like end of February, I blew through a hundred thousand dollar demo account. Just blew it. I, I that one I wanted to see what it felt like to lose that kind of money, even because even though it was fake, I just wanted to feel that feeling so I wouldn't happen again. And the second time I did another hundred thousand account, and I blew it on purpose, but I blew it because I wanted to make the trades that I thought were gonna that were gonna be good, just to just to know for myself that I didn't know what I thought I knew. Does that make sense? So that $100,000 account got blown. And that was a demo account too. It wasn't real money. Don't worry. Um, so then I started again with a $3,000 demo account. And I wanted to see what I could build it up to. As of now, it's up to about 15K, 15 grand in two weeks. Um, and that's with following the strategies and following the techniques that I'm learning through this academy and being on live calls and watching guys trade as it, and call out their trades and explaining why they're trading like they're trading. This thing is huge. The potential for this thing is crazy. I'm... I'm literally like here. Let me let me grab my phone. I made so I make about about a thousand dollars a day. Uh, this is demo money still. It's not real money, but um, about a thousand dollars a day, which could easily be real money if I just started with three thousand real dollars instead of three thousand demo dollars, right? Which, by the way, I'm going in for real money end of this week. Uh, I'm gonna put. I don't know how much I'm gonna put in. I'll probably start low. Um, and just build it up. Even if I'm doing 10 cent trades or dollar trades, it, it, honestly, it doesn't fucking matter as long as I'm doing it because eventually it's going to build up. Eventually, that fucking money's coming back to me and I, it's going to be awesome. So this thing is huge, guys. And I've been, I've been screaming it from the rooftops and I really, really do hope if you've made it this far in the podcast um, that if you want to check it out, then hit me with a DM and I will gladly send you a video, man. I'll glad you, it, it just explains the whole thing. Right, it explains the learning aspect of this thing and the money you're gonna make off this, this thing. Not just not the MLM part, the actual trading part, the trading part where you have control of your destiny. Trading for one hour every morning is equal to me working a full week at forty hours a week. Crazy that I could work for one hour and make the same amount of money that I would in forty hours. It's crazy. It's fucking nuts. And to multiply that by five times, you know, I could potentially be, I literally could be potentially bringing in, what, five times, six times, seven, eight, nine, ten times, twenty times what my what my day job is by working for one hour, two hours a day. 
it's crazy to me, man. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just going to keep studying it, keep going forward with it. So there's a lot of things going on with me, man. There's a lot of fuck. Oh, and another thing. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> something's going on with me again. Um, I quit smoking. Um, I didn't want to, I didn't announce it on Facebook. I, this is my first time saying it to anybody except, uh, this girl I'm seeing cause she actually quit smoking with me. Um, and it all started because a friend of mine, Ange, Angelina Valentini, what up, babe? Um, she, uh, she gave me one of her vipes, like the little, the cartridge vipe smoke, whatever the hell they are. Um, think the vape things and, uh, completely quit smoking. It's been almost two weeks now or a week and a half, almost two weeks, almost two weeks now, completely quit. No cigarettes, not even nicking out. No, nothing. I don't think there's an attitude change, but I could be wrong on that. I don't self-evaluate about my attitude that often. Um, but yeah, it's the greatest thing ever. I feel like I'm going to start running again. I can't wait to get back to the gym again now. Um, I have all this energy. I'm not, I'm not, uh, sluggish at all. Just a ton of energy, man. And that's honestly, that's one of the reasons I'm recording this too, is that I just have all this energy. And I need to get it out. So it is what it is. Uh, listen guys, that's it for this one. I don't even know how fucking long it's been. 50 some minutes. Um, listen, do, do what you think is right for any of these situations. As long as what you think is right is backed by facts, backed by data, backed by science, backed by professionals, okay? Backed by people that know what the fuck they're talking about. Backed by people that can read the raw data. How about that? Because if you can't read the raw data, you and I aren't having a conversation, plain and simple. Because you probably won't understand what the words that are coming out of my mouth. Because I have to dumb it down for you idiots. But it is what it is. Do what you're going to do. I don't know, man. Let's fucking work through and, and get this thing going. Let's... um. Let's get out of this thing. Let's let's try to get out of this thing with our heads held as high as possible. How about that? All right. Let's get social change. Let's enact the social change, but let's do it correctly. Let's start with the real fucking problems. Ourselves first. Ourselves first, guys. It's always you first. Nothing good is ever going to happen to you if you're in a shitty situation. If you have a if if you, if you if you don't talk well to yourself, if you're self-deprecating, if you're not holding yourself to higher standards, if you're not moving as a king. Kings move different. That's it, man. Grumpy Gorilla out. <laughs> I think I'm going to use that from now on. Grumpy Gorilla. Um, that's it. I'm out this motherfucker.